Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good evening, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Sons coming to you, and on the line for an interview today is Wake Forest wide receiver Alex Bachman. Bachman played all four seasons of his college career at Wake Forest and finished his senior campaign with career highs in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. So Alex, thanks again for joining me and how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Isaac. Thanks for having me on your show. Going all the way back to your high school career at Oaks Christian, you were a three-star recruit so I ask you, what went into your decision to commit to Wake Forest coming out of high school? I mean, I was lucky even to get three stars. I think that was only because I got the offer from Wake Forest that I got a three-star ranking. Um, I mean, going into my senior year, I didn't have any um, catches to my name. My coaching staff, uh, for some reason, didn't, I guess, like my ability to play receiver. They preferred me to play safety. Um where I wasn't as comfortable, but, you know, any way I can help the team is what I did. But um, fortunately, I had the opportunity to – our linebackers coach was Chris Claiborne, and he had a seven-on-seven team that he had in the offseason, which he let me play receiver. And uh, I accumulated a a bunch of film with my dad and then went to camps at one-on-ones. And with that film, I was really interested in going to a school where I could get a good degree, uh, be a small classroom setting because I didn't feel like I could focus in – an environment with a you know a ton of kids um but also i wanted to play big time football and so um growing up in california there wasn't a whole lot of those options uh out here other than stanford and stanford didn't really throw the ball that much so um as a receiver i wanted the ball 
So I looked at schools like Duke, Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, um, even uh, the one double A's like uh, Furman, uh, Wofford. And so, they, you know, there's a ton of those schools out in the Southeast region. So I took a visit and, um, you know, Wake really liked me from the beginning when I, when I sent them my film, uh, they were really interested in uh, seeing me uh, work out in person. And so um, I went out, they invited me to camp and, you know, I just, I felt like their coaching staff was uh, extremely genuine and I trusted what they said. And I really liked the receivers coach and the head coach and the office coordinator. So, you know, I did well at camp. They offered me and I committed and um, I kind of wrapped up my recruiting process right then and there. I didn't really want to mess around with it. And um, there's no looking back. It was a great four years for sure. You were a three sport athlete in football, track and basketball that I saw. Why did you ultimately end up choosing to play football in college? And what do you enjoy the most about the game? Um, well, yeah, I was a three-sport athlete in high school. I stopped playing basketball after my sophomore year. Um, I realized I probably wasn't going to be 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, um, basketball was, at the time, probably my favorite sport. Um, but then, you know, I, I, liked, I liked the game of football. I like, um, I think it's different. Um, there's, a, you know, I thought it taught me discipline and, and overcoming adversity. The whole game is about getting knocked down and then getting back up after every play. So, um, I think it teaches you a lot about life and, um, it's, you know, it's a man's game. And so, um, I just always love football. I like, uh, the violent aspect of it. And I just thought, um, you know, watching it, it's really fun to watch. And, um, so I, as a young kid, a dream of mine was to play in the NFL. And I thought, um, with my height and my ability, I thought, you know, that it was a good possibility that I could make it to the, at least the college level and then put me myself in a good position to go to the pros. Looking at your numbers there at Wake Forest, you improved in each of your four seasons there. What factors do you think played into your increased production over the years? Um, I think just buying in and, and, and working hard and, and taking it day by day. Um, you know, I was always wanting to find out uh, what my weaknesses were and work on those. I think a lot of kids nowadays – you know, they're good at something and they just focus on that one part of their game uh, rather than focusing on what they really need to work on. And so um, every day I would be going up, watching film myself. I would be asking my receiver coach um, or the GAs, you know, what do you think I need to work on the most? And that's what I would uh, work on. And so um, after that, it's just it's all about opportunities and seizing the opportunities because, you know, our receiver, you know, nothing's guaranteed. So. You could go the whole game and not get any balls thrown your way. Or, you know, maybe uh, the quarterback's looking at you. He doesn't have time to throw. He has you know, throw out of bounds or something, you know. So it's all about, you know, getting opportunities and then seizing those moments. And um, I think uh, as I got, you know, older at my time at Wake, I grew a little bit, got a little bit faster, and just, you know, try to become, um, you know, multidimensional and, and playing inside, outside, being able to, you know, work on my breaks, working on contested catches um, for the deep ball. And so I became reliable. And then from there, it was about the office coordinator calling my name and, and us being able to execute it. And so into a position where I'd get the ball and, and be able to make plays. We are seeing an increase of players transferring out after their freshman season due to lack of playing time. I mean, the transfer portal is nuts nowadays. But in your case, 
You chose to stick it out as you just talked a little bit about. You accepted your role and you waited your turn to be featured on offense. So with this, I ask you, Alex, do you take pride knowing that you honored your commitment to Wake Forest? And what did you learn throughout this entire process? Oh, yeah, I absolutely take pride in that. And, um, you know, it wasn't easy. Yeah, there's there's times where you're, you're like 2,000 miles away from home and, you know, football's not going well. I'm a, I started my sophomore year and then I came in my junior year, had an injury in camp and kind of lost my position. And uh, it was frustrating because I didn't understand why I wasn't on the field. Um, but I think it's all about, you know, just just keep fighting. And I think a lot of kids nowadays right when adversity hits they're not used to it maybe they were a big time recruit um at a high school where you know everyone you know in their town knew who they were they came to college expecting to start immediately and whatnot um i think the fact that i had to deal with adversity in high school and i wasn't that guy on my high school football team helped a lot too um because i had you know i had i'd been in that position before but i think well, the one thing I did with that allowed me to come back on the field was I came to practice every single day with the idea that it was my game day. And um, I came out to work with my head up. Um, I didn't pout. Um, I did what the coaches told me to do. And, you know, I just had several weeks of really good practices because I treated it as my game day. Um, I didn't treat it um, as just any other day of playing football. I wasn't nonchalant about it. And I just, you know, I did everything in my power to control what I could control. Because at the end of the day, you control what you can control. You don't control the coach's decision. You don't control, um, like I said, the opportunities you're going to get. But you can control about seizing those opportunities when you get them and when they do arrive. Because if you keep working hard, I, I truly believe that eventually uh, your opportunity will come. It's just whether or not um, you're ready for those opportunities. And so... By the grace of God, um, you know, those opportunities have come to me and I, and I seized those moments and I was able to make a name for myself. What can you say about head coach Dave Clawson and how has he played a role in your development as a player? Uh, coach Clawson's a winner. Um, he's the, a guy who he likes to recruit kids who, you know, are going to go to class. They love football and, you know, they, they stay away from the alcohol and drug scene and, um, that's kind of the guy I am. I've never been, you know, a guy to get distracted by that other stuff. I've always put my academics first until now, obviously, where I'm out of school because um, I graduated. But um, and I've always loved football. So uh, for him, it was just about trusting the process. Um, a lot of kids come in. It's college is totally different. They're not used to their way from home. Um, and they're having to deal with certain things that they're not accustomed to, and, you know, they don't buy in. Um, I think just buying into your coach and the process and his winning mentality is um, gives you the best chance to win. And at school at Wake Forest, where when I had come in, they hadn't been to a lot of bowl games. They didn't have a big winning tradition. Um, he had us buying in the mindset that if we worked hard and believed in, you know, his process – that it would work out in the end, and I would say it did. Um, I think the culture is still changing there. We've won three bowl games in a row, which had never been done in Wake Forest history. Um, and so I take pride in, in being a part of the class that I would say, you know, kind of changed the program around a little bit. And I think Wake Forest is, you know, going to continue to grow and continue to improve. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked um, if they did continue to, 
um, you know, get eight, nine, and ten win seasons, maybe buy in for an ACC championship down the road. Um, but that's just the type of coach he is, and, you know, hats off to him. And I appreciate um, him giving me the opportunity to play Division One football. And that's a perfect segue, Alex, because you capped off your senior season with a monster performance in the Birmingham Bowl, hauling in seven receptions for 171 yards. How rewarding was it for you to finish your college career in that fashion? Um, it, it meant everything. It really did because, you know, um, like I said, I felt like I had the ability to make plays and um, perform at a high level like that. It just was – it never really felt like I had um, that many opportunities in a game until then. Um, but, you know, Greg Dorch, um, I've had the great opportunity to play alongside him. He's one of the best receivers in the ACC, and um, he's going to be in the NFL next year. Um, he wasn't playing in the game, so um, I felt like I had to step up and make plays. And, and Jamie Newman, our quarterback – uh, was looking my way and you know I just was happy I could make some plays for my team and put us in a position to help us win and get that third bowl game in a row. At six feet 200 pounds you have showcased your ability to be a red zone threat after you compiled six touchdowns this past season so I ask you Alex what makes your skill set as a pass catcher different from other draft eligible prospects? Um, I think the first thing is I have a high football IQ. Um, I understand what defenses are trying to do when I line up um, and what our offense, when the play is called, you know, what the quarterback is reading and where the ball is supposed to go. So a lot of the time I know what read I am uh, when the play starts. Um, I understand how to attack a DB based off his leverage. A lot of it's about leverage. And at the end of the day, I'm, I would say I'm pretty reliable. I'm a very reliable guy. I'm a guy that – you know, when third down, down comes around or in the red zone, you need to score a touchdown. I'm a guy that if the ball comes to me, more likely than not, I'm going to make a play on it. Um, so that's kind of what I pride myself in is just um, I'm, be, I'm, I'm versatile. I can play inside, outside. I have strong hands and I have a high football IQ. I think those are things that separate me the most because um, yeah, at this level and at the NFL, everybody can run. Everyone can jump. Um the guys are the most successful, the ones that, you know, can think on their feet quickly and, um, you know, read defenses and then are reliable to come through at the end. What part of your game do you feel needs the most improvement ahead of the NFL? Uh, I'd say probably become more physical. Um, a lot of times I'm a finesse player. Um, I do make those, those great um, contested catches down the field. I pride myself on that. But um, I would say probably just being more physical. Um and being, playing angrier, uh, there's some times where um, we run a hurry-up offense at Wake, where we ran a hurry-up offense at Wake. So there's some times where I felt like I might take a playoff because I was tired or something like that. I may not be as physical and helping the run game as I should. Um, and then also uh, what's going to be big at the next level for me is being able to contribute on special teams. I was able to do that this past year. Um, but I want to continue to improve on that, um, you know, and making plays, um, the special teams game, returning punts, being able to – make a guy miss, and then also getting down the field on kickoff or punt and making a tackle. Now I have to ask you, is there a specific NFL wide receiver, current or former, that you grew up watching and studying? Um, I, I study a lot of them, actually. Uh, at the facility I wake, I have access to 
um, NFL film. So I like to take bits and pieces um, from every guy because at the end of the day, I'm my own person. And, um, you know, I'm not going to be able to – I'm not Randy Moss. I'm not, you know, 6'6". Six, six. I can't run like Randy Moss. Um, but there's certain guys I take bits and pieces from. Uh, for example, Keenan Allen um, and Devontae Adams. They're really, they have some of the best releases in the NFL. So – I'll study their technique. Um, I'll study Ju- Julian Edelman, um, Adam Thielen, uh, guys that I feel like have high IQs as well. Um, maybe we're overlooked coming out of college. Um, those are some of the guys that I've been looking at uh, lately. Um, but I would say growing up when I was little, um, my inspiration, oh, I was always, my dad always talked about Jerry Rice because, um, you know, he's kind of the greatest chief of all time and just how, competitive he was how reliable he was um so those are just a couple of names um to to put out there but i've studied i take i try and take bits and pieces from every um one i can get my hands on every film i can look at right on now executing the entire route tree is pivotal on all levels of play but especially in the NFL where you're seeing these corners that can play press, they can play man, they can play zone. So what are you doing to excel at running the entire route tree very well? Um, I think the first thing is that gives me an advantage that I played in the ACC. I played against Clemson every year, played against FSU, played against Notre Dame three times. Um, so I've, I saw defenses, um, you know, that changed it up a lot. They played press inside leverage. They played outside leverage. They'd be off. Um, so in terms of route tree, every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm catching balls from Dwayne Haskins, who will be a first-round draft pick. Um, and we're going through the entire route tree. Um, you know, routes that maybe even see in college, like uh, 18-yard digs, um, deep comebacks, um, you know, throws that the elite quarterbacks can make. Um I'm catching balls, go routes now. I'm catching balls at more like 50 yards down the field rather than, you know, 40 yards down the field. Um, but just um, getting used to that new route tree because I think not a whole lot of colleges that, that run that pro-style offense. It's all about, you know, the spread and uh, RPOs. Um, so I'm doing that a lot. And, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit different, but I'm getting used to it and, you know, catching balls every day and running different routes. With your pro day coming up relatively soon, who are you training with and what does your typical workout schedule look like from a Monday through a Sunday? Um, uh, yeah, so uh, my pro day is March 20th. Um, I'm the only one from my agency working out at uh, Mamba Sports Academy. It was originally called just Sports Academy, but uh, three or four months ago, Toby Bryant um, put in 50% so he co-owns it um and I'm working out with you know I think we have four guys that will probably go in the first round Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State uh Quinn Williams from Alabama D lineman um Kelvin Harmon will be one of the top receivers uh taking he's a physical specimen at like 220 at wide receiver and then we got Greedy Williams will be one of the first corners um taken but we got several guys we got about 25 30 guys um from anywhere to you know top five pick to priority free agent um and our day is crazy it's it's uh it's it's like a full-time job and i absolutely love it um i usually get to the facility an hour early just to get extra work in i'll uh, catch balls off the jugs anywhere from 
uh, like 500 to 1,000 balls. And then I'll work on my starts, my 40 starts with our speed coach. And then depending on the day, some days we come in, I'm not allowed to eat. They take my body fat to see how much, um, you know, we'll see what weight I've gained, good or bad. Um, and then we'll get into, um, let's see, like stretching and mobility for 30 minutes before we get into our field workout. Uh, depending on the day, it'll either be a linear speed day or a change of direction day. We'll do that for an hour, hour and a half. We get a little break, and then we go in, into uh, position work for an hour and a half um, where we work individually as, for me, a receiver. And then I get with the quarterbacks for about a half hour, catch balls. We have a break. Um, we'll go into the cognition lab where they test our uh, reaction and how well we make um, decisions under stress with a little tablet in front of us. It's, it's, it's pretty, um, it's a pretty crazy uh, training facility. They have access for us for everything. I have um, protein shakes at the snap of my fingers. Um, whenever I need them, they have a recovery room. Um, and then we, end, we usually end the day with a, you know, a, tra a training session in the weight room um, where we're doing a lot of explosive work, a lot of box jumps, um, deadlift, um, single leg squats. Um, and then obviously our bench press is, is very important for uh, the combine. Um, more, uh, more so, depending on your position, for me, it may not be as important, but as a competitor, I'm always trying to improve in every category. So uh, usually we'll get out about 4 o'clock, 5, um, and then I come home, eat dinner with my family, and I go to sleep and do it all over again. So um, it's a lot, but I, I love it. And, you know, it's what I want to do. And um, if I'm going to play in the NFL, i got to get used to it. Yeah, that certainly is a long packed schedule and I can imagine that that is something worth striving for for you, Alex, which is something that's on your mind. You want to get to the NFL, so props to you for that great work that you put in each and every day. Now, my next question is, and we're wrapping up this interview, but what is your message to all the NFL evaluators that will be in attendance to watch your workout later this spring? Um... I said that you're getting the hardest work on the draft. Um, I'm thinking about football 24-7. Go to bed thinking about it, wake up thinking about it. And I feel like even though um, I've been overlooked a lot, um, that I don't think you're going to regret the decision of putting me on the team. I think I'm going to help you win. I'm going to make plays for you. Um, if you call my number, I'm reliable. And, um, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of my pitch to any NFL GM. If you want a guy who's going to work hard, um, he's a, he's a good athlete, but he's also has high football IQ and will be reliable when you call my number. Um, that's the type of guy you're getting. Well, again, Alex, I appreciate the time, man. You joining this podcast this evening after a long day of work. I want to let you know that I'll be rooting for you, man, as you continue your journey to the NFL. So keep up the great work. Thanks, Isaac. I appreciate you having me on your show today. Take care and God bless, man. You too as well. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.